got the real deal now. Ooh. Gonna kick this sorry ass out on the street. Um, let me let me turn my volume up here. Say something. Hello. Okay, there we go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All, All right. right. Ready to go. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Northern Wrestling Podcast. My name is Robert Fuller, and joining me for the first time today is Bill Bitnell. Bill, thank you for being on the show. Oh, good. Good to be here, Robert. Thank you. All right. Um, we are continuing our series on the Undertaker streak, and this time he is facing Mark Henry in a casket match. Now, <laughs> I have to admit, I was not looking forward to watching this match. Um, because, no. Go um, ahead. I'm sorry. Because of two things. A, this is like probably Mark Henry's like a hundred fail push. Um, <laughs> and also with casket matches, Undertaker. I know, he, I know he won the first one, but he doesn't have a particularly good record because when he loses, he doesn't lose well. No, and it doesn't it doesn't stick. He's back within a month, rising up with strobe lights and dramatic Latin choruses and everything. Yeah, um, which Mark which Mark Henry did not get when he came back, which pisses me off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so um, at this time, uh, Bill, where were you as a Western fan? I was actually uh, not watching at this time very much. I was sort of watching off and on. I started getting a lot uh, back into it a lot more in the summer of 2006. Yeah. Uh, but, but I was I was starting to sort of take an interest in things. I was uh, starting to come back. I'd stopped watching when I was uh, at university because nobody else who I had lived with really watched wrestling. And so when I got to grad school, got married, and <clears throat> started watching it a lot more. And uh, this is just about three months outside of the time when I would have been watching, but still pretty close. So, yeah. And Undertaker is one of those guys who, no matter when you come back, as long as he's not inexplicably a biker, you know, he, he's going to be he's going to be doing the same sort of act. So, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, I'm I'm kind of in the middle of my second sabbatical, but I got out of it just before WrestleMania 21. And right. then, um, but always been a fan. He's, he's a lot younger than me, and I gave him Westman Craig Six for his birthday. That's when it. But I thought I, uh, I'll test drive the DVD first, and that's when right. I got back into it. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So the story behind this is um, kind of starts about more before on SmackDown. Uh, Undertaker challenges Kurt Angle for the World Heavyweight Championship. Right. And pretty much Undertaker had the match won, but Henry comes out and uh, causes disqualification. Right. Um, Following week, well, understandably, Undertaker's not going to take that well. So he challenges Henry to a casket match. And right. then Henry, who had his manager, Divari. Now, he, was, he used to manage Mohammed Assad, didn't he? No, yeah, it was. Uh, Divari was kind of running sort of a weird stable of guys where he was, he was with Kurt Angle for a little while. He was also with Mark Henry. One of the things they talk about is that Divari's not out during this match. Yeah. But he, he did start with uh, Mohammed Hassan back in the day. Yes, because I've never seen all of that. But I do know that was a very controversial character in a way. Not so much creatively, but more because he, he kind of ruined the networks. Right, right, right. And it was a situation where I think they had a lot of hope for this guy as 
a Muslim American who was living in this post 9-11 world had to deal with all these problems. So it sounds like a complicated character, but everything I've seen seems to indicate that it was just written as, I'm not from here. Yeah. Right, um, anyway, the reason that Davari is not out because the SmackDown 4 hand on the Taker side to perform a chokeslam and then a, a two-fold <laughs> on him. So, right, right, right. Which I, I don't understand why that take. Davari was built up as a wrestler and yet he, he still gets taken out forever by a chokeslam. So. Yes. Um, whatever. These are all the weird things. Um, for those for those of you who are Davari fans, both of you, Davari is not out for this match, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Undertaker made sure of that. Um, yes. The commentator of this one on Michael Cole and Taz. Uh, Michael Cole oh. is, is going through commentating. You've got three commentators all but one of Undertaker's matches from Western Radio 21 onwards because he's on SmackDown. Right. Um, right. I. Don't mind. I mean, I think when it first started, it was very green. I seem to be getting better. Mm-hmm. And it's really... The thing is, with him now, he is a bit annoying, but uh, him and Taz just seem weird. Uh, it's, a, it's a strange dynamic, and I mostly think it's Taz's fault, to be honest. But I yeah, do not true. care... I do not care for Taz as a commentator. He's got, like, five or six lines that he uses every time. The only thing, actually, the only positive I mentioned about Taz is the only, he's the only person left who still talks about throwing soup bones, oh, well, I, which is an expression I always appreciate. But, yeah, generally, Cole is fine. He doesn't stand out particularly. There's nothing no. about – he doesn't have any signature lines or anything like that. But he's inoffensive. He does fine. And this is he's pretty good in this match. Yeah, he is. Um, so pretty much in, the, in this one, the the coffin comes out first, or the casket, or whatever you want to call it. With the uh, druids escort that. Yeah, with all the druids and the torches and the yeah. ominous Latin chanting and. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's weird because the druids come out. I think it's like the druids come out for like every WrestleMania from twenty one, and it's been weird. He's supposed to watch these matches, like you know, watch the match and wait a year, watch another match. But since I've watched like. Three, three or four a time. <laughs> the Druids come out, I'm like, oh God, not you again. <laughs> so it, it's, 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 it's a bit annoying, especially at 24 when it came out. I'm like, oh God, here we go again. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, because they never do anything. It's just like Druids are out, they have torches. And I remember there's one show where the Druids come out, they carry torches, they get the music, and then they just leave. Nothing happens. They don't stand there and make a parade line or anything like that. They just sort of go out and then saunter off when the gong hits. Yeah, it's a... Church a, bell or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> WrestleMania 23, 24, the, cause the stage is really big. In mm-hmm. the music, they come out and with the flames, they hit the music stop, and then they leave at the bell gongs, and you're like, that's it? But, right. That's it. They're not, yeah, not going to stand a ringside or anything. Yeah. Because um, 20... Comes, 22 were at, uh, were at the old uh, Rosemont Horizon, right, in Chicago. Yes, um, I've yeah. never seen all the WrestleMania. The only match I've seen before the Kaka match was the Edge McFoley match. Mm-hmm. I've heard so much about it, and I think that's a tremendous match. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, especially the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, so with this one, uh, Mark Harry comes out first. Right. Uh, they talk about what happened to um, Divari beforehand. Right. Um, no 3-6 no Mafia, which was a disappointment to me. I love Mark Henry's current music and yeah whatever whatever he had going here some sort of generic sort of ominous theme didn't really do it for me yeah i, didn't so. really, I only noticed was like this is not the music i was used to <laughs> <laughs> i i really need that beat him up beat him up break yeah. it break it. i love that 
Yes. Um, we're on the ticket entrance. Um, we get the lighting stack at the stage. We get the flames coming out. And um, Cole is comparing the streak to. Now, luckily, I am a. I do watch North American sports. So you compare mm-hmm. it to the um, the Manchester hitting streak, the Dolphins' party right. season, and the Celtics' World Championships. Right. Um, Donovan didn't know at the time. Was the I don't even know I'm a tall person. I'm not a basketball fan. But apparently, <laughs> um, the Celtics won like eight in a row or something back in the back in the uh, Apparently, I don't. I don't know. I'm not much of a basketball fan either. But I had heard of. I do know about Dimaggio. Dimaggio. I cannot say that this morning. Yeah. Dimaggio's streak and. Uh, the dolphin streak and it, yeah it seems like they they love to go into the real sports comparisons i remember one year matt striker compares it to uh a streak or hershiser had a pitcher who uh went so many games without giving up a hit so yeah. they love doing that they love building this up and it's amazing to hear it even eight... oh okay okay right also this uh, yeah so um so you're talking about old hershiser uh Hang on, I'm sorry. I can I say again. I can. I it's cutting in and out. No, you're talking about Max Stryker talking about one a baseball pitcher. Uh, or or Hershiser, yes, yeah. uh, had a yeah, streak of uh, streak of games without giving up a hit. And uh, I remember <coughs> Stryker talks about that at whatever pay per view they carted out Matt Stryker for. I think it was WrestleMania 26. Yeah, uh, talks about that. So they love comparing it to real real sports streaks. Yeah. And it's interesting that you know even when it was just thirteen and zero, they're still doing that. Yeah. Um, so the match starts when um, pretty much Henry just ambushes on the table like straight away. Uh, so he just gives yep. that to someone, and Henry takes advantage. Um, one of them notices right a lot of the matches is there's a lot of brawl and a lot of uh, you know people in the corners getting the, mm-hmm. the crap beat out of them. Quite a lot of that. I know that's like other things evolved from like a very slow pace through like his biker gimmick, mm-hmm. and then he's now born with this right. MMA type style. And I, I know we right. watch, don't watch much MMA, but I know it's like trying to like keep the man down and keep him cornered, that kind of thing. Um, right. Yeah, so right. pretty much after, you know, Taker does try to get back into it, but Henry takes a while to go down, which is fair, he's like 400 plus, 400 plus pounds. Um, Henry does knock him down. Right, right. Yeah, part of the. Yeah, so he does. Uh, yeah, knock... he, they're they're doing the old uh, try to stagger the big guy bit, and they run it throughout the match. And yeah. then Henry at one point just levels him with a close. Yes, line, he does. Which I just loved, of course, because I love big fat guys throwing clotheslines. Yeah, um, thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't know what he causes, but he doesn't move when he puts uh, take onto the middle rope, and then he kind of like jumps over it. <laughs> And I don't lands know what he calls that, but it's a weird move to do. It's it's the world's strongest something. Yes. <laughs> the world's strongest arse splash or something like that. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just cool. assume every move Henry does is the world's strongest blank. Yes. Yeah, it's like, like Edge, where like everything was like Edge. So, I don't know, but he does it a, he does it a couple... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah but he does... Uh, he executes it really well. I'm I'm surprised that you know you hear a lot of people talk about how Mark Henry was terrible for a while and then got good, depending on who you ask, either in ECW or around 2010, which was when he started doing the Hall of Pain. Yeah. Uh, but he's doing a lot of stuff here. You know, he's he's starting to kind of get it together by this point. You can tell. Yeah. So, but and I mean, he should. He'd been wrestling for ten years by this point. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think I think he missed himself. He wasn't great during that you know that first early period, but when he first started, there was no developmental, so he pretty much got like thrown in in the deep end, effectively. Um, right, right. I know when he went to 2011, because that, that's when I just started writing my blog, which is why about winning the bank last year. And mm-hmm. I, I was convinced it could be a no-fail push. So I predicted him losing like four matches in a row, and he kept on winning them. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he kept on winning. He kept, he beat Randy Orton clean. Yes. And he comes back the next month and he beats Randy Orton clean again. And it's, oh my God, they're actually pushing Mark Henry and it's, it's working. They, they don't do it anymore, but. <laughs> no. Um, so, um, after, after the, um, as it goes out, 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 out to the back, out to the outside, sorry, and um, Henry gets his head hit off the mm-hmm. steps. Um, mm-hmm. Dave hits a couple of right hands and an uppercut, and it goes for old school, but it's stopped by Henry. Um, right. Uh, can I mention, by the way, real quick, yeah. I hate the name old school. Yeah, well, it's all it- the fault. He called it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's But it's one of those things, it worked really well when he was a sweaty biker. But yeah. for whatever reason, you know, even something like The Last Ride still sort of works. But I don't know, old school sounds, it's like you're a mortician, you're not like a hip-hop artist. Yeah. You know, just call it the walking the green mile or something, or some, or the thread of the fates or something cheesy and related to death. Yeah. I could take that. Old school. Ah, I don't like it. Sorry. <laughs> That's my rant. Yeah, I, I can tell. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Henry asks the ref off in the casket and he tries to push him into his foot, but he can't do it. Um, that never works. No, that never works. <laughs> um, I don't know what we should do. Well, Undertaker lost one match by he faced Yokozuna in 94. Uh, they only lost that because, like, you know, had like ten people just run out and help him out. So I don't get yeah, why everybody Henry... like. So you're saying, yeah, the only way you can ever beat Undertaker in a casket match is with the help of every heel in the locker room. That's tradition. Yes. <laughs> and so, yeah, a foot getting in there with Nick Patrick holding the casket open is not going to do it, Mark Henry. No, no. Or you could do what Kane did, which is put him in there and then set it on fire. Um, so yeah, to be kind of up to now, they they fight in the corner and then uh, um, oh, it's fine now. Hang on, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, it's fine now. Okay. Um, sorry, I've got, I've got a good editing system. <laughs> um, after Henry fails, <laughs> after Henry puts, fails putting on the ticket into the corner, into the casket. Sorry, um, Henry sends him into one corner, but he gets hit with a. Uh, Big boot. Uh, Ticket finally does that move you right. don't like being called. Uh, but Henry's still on his feet. So Henry uh, just bothered by knocking right. him down. Um, right. the, Henry tries to um, put Undertaker on the cat again. But uh, this time Undertaker lands feet first. So he's, right. he's, he's, get, he's getting better. Taker right. um, starts uh, punching Henry and they both end up into the. Um, casket at this point um right and then so you say no 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 i go on i'm sorry yeah they're they're both in the casket together standing it's a big casket it's really a wide casket so yeah yeah i think i think, uh, I think it's a bit of a spoiler i think that's kind of built to accommodate henry more 
Right, right, right. It's it reminds me actually of uh, the '94 match we were talking about, where there are whole montages built to Undertaker actually building Yokozuna's casket. Oh, um, right. Which I thought was, and this, uh, yeah, this reminded me of that, where it seemed like this was a casket built for Mark Henry. Yeah, but but he probably outsourced it to Druids. You know, the <laughs> Druids had maybe yeah. that's why the Druids were there. They built the casket. They were just really proud of their handiwork. Yeah, they're just delivering it. A proud craft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yes, um, I, I, I don't understand why when both guys are in the casket, Nick Patrick doesn't just close it. Yeah, it's a make it a draw. Make, yeah, make it a draw. Like, whoops, nope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and there's one bit where thirteen um, and zero and one. Yes. <laughs> um, there's one bit that I know they're showing the montage videos every so often. Is um, Henry's like punching Undertaker down, and but Taker responds with a choke. I see, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the hand just grabbing take, uh, Henry's neck. Um, Henry kind of goes, like, yep. I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, leaves the casket, goes <laughs> yep. back into the wing. It's like, you've had enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Taker follows. Um, but Henry hits the world's strongest slam on him. And then. Exactly. He, and and, uh, sorry. Hits you him! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's that what I was thinking. Like Randy Savage in a Royal Rumble. What are you doing? Yeah, I never <laughs> got that in my world. Surely, surely the referee would go to them and go, like, these are the rules of the match. You can't do this, this, and this. The only way to yeah. do it is to do this. Especially, I guess, right. again, it was the first thing you did during the match, but you were in a casket like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, man. And, and they they love doing this. They, they used to love doing it during Royal Rumbles. Yes, yeah, because so there was a Royal Rumble where Earthquake tries to pin Hogan, and then there's another one where Sav- the famous one where Savage tries to pin Yokozuna, and just never made sense as a spot to me. No, it, it never does. Um, luckily, sorry, Henry did remember how how the rules work, and rolls on the ticket in the casket right. and <laughs> again. <laughs> Um, but that that doesn't take long to go. Yeah, because that works. <laughs> you know, so pretty much doesn't take a step in and goes, "Why well, absolutely that's a step so hard again?" Um, <laughs> bit more, but but in the um, bit more in the corner, Henry has taken in the corner, does the ten punches. Uh, take us out that with a power bomb, and Cole so, goes, sort of a power bomb. <laughs> yeah, and Cole goes to me, "It's the last wide." I'm like. Don't think it is. No, he doesn't have him up. No, exactly. You got to get the last right. You got to get him way up. That's the whole point. Yeah, that's what makes it more than just a regular powerbomb. So he just kind of gets him up, and Henry just kind of falls forward. And yeah. it's not so hot. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Taker then sends Henry over the casket to the outside, and, and this doesn't make this doesn't make sense to me, by the way, because they had. Well, I know why they did it because for the next spot, but they build this whole match over. They will open the casket when a guy is near it, and they'll close it when a guy is away from it. So why, when Undertaker throws Mark Henry to the outside, do they not open the casket? Well, that, other I, than to do this next spot. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really got me because Henry at the beginning is telling the referee to open the casket, and Taker's not really near the casket when he right. says it. So I just thought you, I right. thought you, you have to tell the referee. Um, so anyway, right? Good, I guess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For that, um, Undertaker does the suicide over the top rope. Um, and right. then he sends Henry back into the ring, hits the tombstone, and Taker just casually rolls Henry into the casket to get the win, and that's it. <laughs> yep. S- slams it shut. Yeah, it's it's like a ten minute match. It's really short, and 
I don't know. No amount of Taz going, holy smokes, over top of it can really make it feel special, unfortunately. No, I mean, it's, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was quite a decent match, but, but there's only so much yeah. to do with casket matches. Right. And and they, they didn't they don't tend to use the casket very well in these types of matches. There's usually one or two spots where they are either brawling towards it or a guy's almost in it, but then mostly it seems like they're just trying to push guys in it with their foot. And I feel like there has to be a way to do this kind of match in a way that's takes advantage of the gimmick a little bit more. And this one doesn't, but it's it's fine. Yes. It's not bad. Yes. Um speaking about the Druids, they return to escort the the casket to the back, right? <laughs> Not Mark, Mark, Mark Henry is is dead. By the way, yes. Mark Henry would normally be up after Tombstone at this point, but being inside of a wrestling casket literally causes you to die. Yes. So Mark and, Henry just lies there. Yes, and the devil ticket follows, and that's pretty much it. Um, so yeah, yeah. So, I, I got to mention my favorite part though. It happened. One thing that happens right after the match is they cut to this kid in the crowd who has the sign. With the Undertaker's eyes on it, right? But he's got a little pull tab in it, so you pull the top of the eyes, roll back in the sign's head. I thought, I thought that is awesome. Yeah, I think I've seen that sign I, before. I think that, that was my favorite part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. I mean, instead, well, there's nothing really special about this match. It's kind of just in terms yeah. of the streak itself, it's kind of just it's, there. Yeah, it's just there. It's 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 fine though. You, yeah. I didn't feel like I wasted my time watching it. No. So, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so, that's pretty much the end of the match. So, um, do you have any idea when Henry does make his return, or is he gone for a while after this? Henry, he seems like he's gone for a while, and then he comes back the next year. Yeah. Uh, he comes back to ambush Undertaker that summer and kind of put him out at the time. The time was, uh, everybody was getting injured on SmackDown at this point. Undertaker got hurt. Uh, Kennedy got either hurt or got uh, suspended for drugs. Uh, um, bu- 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 bu. Yeah, yeah, according when... to, according to, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, yeah, because I know Kennedy got was injured because that's when Edge kind of beat him for, his, for Kennedy's briefcase. Yeah. Okay. Okay. According to according to what I'm reading, yeah, uh, Henry was around. He he sort of feuded with uh, Rey Mysterio a little bit. Uh, he fought a few guys. He, I'm actually reading the sentence. Henry then sent a message in quotation marks to Kurt Angle by defeating Paul Burchill. Oh no. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh crap! He could beat Paul Burchill. My God. <laughs> Yeah, don't be angles, will we? Uh, and, and so he, he sort of feuds with uh, guys um, for a little while. Not much happens. And then he was apparently injured in a match on Saturday night's main event. A sort of big babyface heel six-man tag with Henry and King Booker and Finley against Batista, Mysterio, and uh, Bobby Lashley. So okay. there you go. He um so um bill where can we find you on the internet uh i'm at uh bill at the end on twitter at bill at the end all one word uh i tweet about wrestling especially this year it's wrestlemania time i've got a rarely updated blog which is bill at the end of the world dot wordpress dot com i've got some things there i'm actually 
still selling a book. Uh, I've written a short story for this book uh, about kind of a Boba Brazil character in the uh, in the 1970s. So you can get that as well. And uh, yeah, that's where to find me. Yeah. Um, as for me, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Lowdown Wrestling. Uh, my blog is lowdownwrestling.blogspot.com. Uh, just probably on pay per view reviews in a minute. And then uh, hopefully after WrestleMania, when I've done the podcast series, I'll do more about painting pieces and stuff like that. Um, so, Bill, thank you very much for being on the show. All right. My pleasure. Thank you. Yes. And um, join me next time as Sawyer Paul returns to the podcast and we discuss the Edge match that Undertaker has at WrestleMania 24. So, until then, uh, thanks for listening and take care.